Welcome back to the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. I'm Linda Bruno, and oh, it's been a while, hasn't it? And I have my reasons, because it just seems that ever since the New Year started, things got crazy. Um, January, I don't know if it was the same for you, but January for me, like, started off with a bang. As far as work goes, you know, personally, everything was good. But work schedule and work coming in and emails and agents sending auditions, it was a lot. It was like the New Year just kicked off all this energy for anyone. So hopefully that happened for you. But then that wound up, uh, unfortunately, backing me up a bit with uh, the podcast. February was even busier. So that is why you have not heard from me. Also, scheduling issues to try and get one of my friends to come on with me so we can discuss the biz. Everyone has had either health issues, you know, JJ had his heart attack. So he's been dealing with the follow up recovery of that. And that has been uh, limiting on his time that he can spend doing fun things like the podcast with me. Brian Lee, I think was completely insane in February for February sweeps since he's a big, you know, TV promo guy. Um, And we were just about to do a podcast and he just got booked for something. So that's, that's what happens right in this life for the pot for our podcast anyway, because this is not for me a money making venture. It's more of a passion and something to help people that are interested in the business learn about how we really live our lives and what happens here for our daily grind. That's the purpose of this podcast. Um, So, you know, there's going to be times when there's going to be a delay in me producing it since a, I may not have the time and jobs and clients have to come first. And B, sometimes it's just going to be me if, uh, you know, my friends can't join me. Also, like, uh, you know, two weeks ago, I had to put my cat down <laughs> and I was supposed to do the, the podcast the next day. So my mood went to complete shit um, and I had to cancel on JJ. So it's just been one thing after another. But bringing that up, you know, brings me to a point that I wanted to discuss. When something happens in your home life, You know, how do you still manage your work life? Because as freelancers, obviously, we can't just hide in a hole um, because clients are still going to call and the work's going to hopefully come to you with the auditions as well. And you don't want to pass up on them because that's potential revenue. So how do you deal with that if something happens in your life? And we all have personal issues, things we have to deal with with family and friends and and um, bills to pay, you know, how do you deal with it? I know my, when my father died, uh, you know, gosh, four years ago, I can't believe it's been that long. I went through a lot of stuff. Like physically, I wound up with a lot of vocal tightness. I wound up just, I was a mess for a while. I did get into counseling though, which helped me tremendously. And then I got with a singing coach to try to help me make use of, you know, my little self-imposed rehab of dealing with my dad's, you know, passing. But the coach, Judy Rodman, who is awesome, by the way, she's out of Nashville, if you ever want a a Skype type of uh, vocal coach, she helps with voiceovers as well. So, you know, it's all vocally based. Um, She would say to me, you have to basically carve out that time. Say you get up in the morning and you're upset about whatever's happened at home. You know, you carve out that time and say, no, I'm with a client now. I have to focus for 30 minutes, for 60 minutes, and I'm going to completely put away the issue and just dive into work. Um, works for some people. Worked for me a little bit here and there, but it was tough. But um, I have found now, you know, dealing with, you know, the death of a pet, 
I went into full-out cleaning mode <laughs> to distract myself and full-out work mode again. You know, that was a good distraction. My way to deal as well. But how do you deal? You know, what do you do? Especially working from home. You know, you can't exactly leave it behind. I do go to a studio um, because that's how I prefer to work. But I would say, what, the 98% of us are working from our house? You know, how do you deal with it if the, if the problem you're having actually is in that arena or that area? So there's a few things that I have learned with working from home when I used to work from home years and years and years ago. When I started out, I had my studio in my basement, and I was basically auditioning for anything and everything I could just to try to build my client base. And that was where I was at at that point in my career. So I was working with a lot of international clients as well um, when, you know, their hours are all over the place. And I would wind up in my basement working for like 12 hours at a time. And I had no life. I wound up with, you know, my husband never saw me. And it was all about trying to get clients. And I really kind of got wrapped up in that for a while. And yes, there was a point to it because there was a purpose of building my career. But by the same token, I had to finally close the door on my basement at a particular time that I decided so I could go and still have a life and go and try and enjoy the other aspects of my world and not make it all about uh, grabbing clients and voiceovers because that's a that's a real good way to get burned out, in my opinion. You know, all all work and no play makes you a dull person, right? So what do you do? You know, do you have a schedule for yourself? I find now, you know, it has forced me, and I would do this if I was home as well, it has forced me when I come to a studio to kind of keep to a somewhat regular schedule. I try to do like 10 a.m. to 5 or 6 p.m. And I take a lunch break. You know, I take a lunch break with Sandy, my assistant, and my other coworkers here, my other folks in the business here. And we sit around and we chit chat for like an hour, which is really helpful. Or we watch a reality show or something just to just to do something else other than looking for clients or checking my phone for uh, for auditions. But setting that schedule and for me, it's 10 to 5 or 6 because I do have regular clients and I've already been doing this for a long time. So I've kind of, I don't know, earned the ability to just make my own hours as long as I'm paying my bills and have reached the financial, you know, goals that I've set for myself. So I kind of try to use my mornings as my me time. I get up pretty early. And I usually the first thing I do, I review my goals, believe it or not, I'm one of those people. I write out my goals, goals that I have for the next few months, goals that I have for the year, next five years. And every morning I look at them <laughs> in the hopes. No, not in the hopes it's going to help. But I look at them every morning to remind myself what it is I'm working for. Then I work out. I do something for myself. Again, this is like me time. Then I check my emails. Okay, I'm going to lie to you about that. I check my emails actually after I review my goals <laughs> because I can't work out without wondering if somebody has emailed me a job or needs me desperately for something. So I check my emails. I make sure that all fires have been put out. If it's something that I have to work on immediately, I will get my butt to the studio um, or I will arrange whatever's going to need to happen. Then I go and I work out, have a little breakfast for myself real quick, head to the head to the office. 
My day begins here at the office. Usually, though, in the mornings, though, if I don't have a lot going on, I'll work on other things because heaven knows owning your own business, there's no end to what you can do. You can work on newsletters. You can work on marketing. You can work on your website, um, social media. If you want to do some posts, maybe plan some stuff in advance. All of that can be done during the quiet time that uh, you have set aside for yourself, which I highly recommend. You have to have that quiet time. Sit with a cup of coffee, you know, just kind of peruse what you should be doing or could be doing to help grow your business. Um, so yeah, I try to carve that out for myself every morning. Um, and also to do my personal things if I have a doctor's appointment, things like that. So I try to also, with agents and clients, book any live sessions from like 10.30 a.m. onward, and students as well. And like today, for example, I have a student coming at 6.45 tonight. Okay, cool. You know what? She's coming like from Brooklyn, I think. So I'm willing to stay till 8 o'clock tonight to coach her, you know, and that's the part of having a flexible schedule. But I have planned the rest of my day around the fact that I am going to be here uh, that late, if that makes sense. So do you have a schedule for yourself? Do you set times and hours of when you are going to be working in particular? Because that I have found has worked for me best. Also, you know, work when you work well. Are you a morning person? Are you a night person? Some people are great at night and they want to work all evening long. Then great. Then that's what you should be doing. That's where you should be, you know, uh, focusing your time. But Figure out where you are more productive. For me, more productivity happens. My massive productive time literally is from like 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. I will lock myself in this studio for five hours and just voice like crazy and get all my stuff done. It's a very intense five hours for me. I don't do any social media. I don't, you know, instant message. I don't do anything. I literally put D&D &D on my phone and I focus because... I would rather do that than be a slave to things that may be coming in, you know, from time to time throughout the day. The other issue, too, as we all know, being freelancers, we're basically attached to our phones, right? I mean, how do you stop yourself from constantly checking your email? Or, you know, do you turn off notifications at a particular time of the day? Or do you... Well, I don't know. I'd love to find out if somebody had any other ideas because I have to physically take my phone and put it in another part of the room or put it face down. <laughs> so I'm not tempted to check it to see if somebody has emailed me. I mean, it's so interesting. Technology helps us in so many ways, but also it creates that slave <laughs> mentality that we are just attached to our technology because God forbid we miss out on an audition or a job. And I understand that is like, it's horrible to miss out on something that you could have made money on, especially since that's what our careers are dependent on. But then sometimes you just got to say, okay, I can only do so much because I don't want to make myself, I don't want to make myself crazy. And you know, it's that, what do they call that? Work-life balance, right? That's what is important. So that way you don't get burned out. That way you can continue to have a career for many, 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 many years. You know, balance it. Figure out what works for you. When does it work well for you to work? When, um, you know, when can you check out? When can you literally go and do something completely unrelated that has nothing to do with getting behind a microphone? 
You know, when can you do that? Or when do you do it? Do you already do it? I hope so. But me moving house or just closing the door on my basement and saying six o'clock, I'm shutting down. And, you know, I will maybe peek at email, you know, an hour before I go to bed just so I can answer anyone. But as far as doing a job at that hour of the night, I, I just, for me, I I don't love it. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I mean, if it's a great client and they really need help, then of course, I will set up my home studio downstairs and I will get going for them. But otherwise, work-life balance, man, you got to do it. What about the weekends? What do you do on the weekends? Checking your email? Checking your messages? Going through social media? Hey, the weekend might be the good time to do social media and get on there and chat with folks. I know social media for me winds up being a huge distraction during the day. Um, I just really try to not get on Facebook um, because of the fact that I will wind up on there and then I will wind up in some like a video thread where I'm watching first, you know, animal videos for a while and then food videos for a while. And then now I want to find something funny to watch. So I'll go on like the SNL page or whatever. And then uh, an hour, hour and a half has completely gone. <laughs> so if I do that in the middle of the day, no bueno. <laughs> I just wind up, you know, completely distracted from what I should be doing. But I can always tell with myself if I'm getting burned out, which is why I do try to take some time away and ha try to have these limitations. Because when I get burned out, oh my God, it's like I have no motivation to do anything work related, that is. I want to do brainless stuff. I want to play a video game. I want to just do nothing. And the last thing I want to do is have the motivation to figure out how to gain more clients, you know, to think about marketing tactics and, and who I need to reach out to and follow up with. And I mean, I just like, when does it get to the point where you're like, oh, God, I just want to shut this off. So the way that I have found to, con to keep myself going is to create those limitations, those daily limitations. The weekends, I sent an email on Saturday morning, which I would never normally do that was work-related. Actually, it was for something that is coming up here at our studios at Digital Waterworks. A voiceover gurus is having an event, and it's going to be really, really cool because we've got a, a great animation L.A. booth director, Everett Oliver, is going to be here as well as Gabby Nistico, who you know well, and um, myself. The three of us are going to be coaching for this full day thing on June 1st. You can actually register for it at the website is livotakeover.com. Uh, the website just was put up recently because the event isn't until June 1st. But register, register, because we're only going to have like 18 max people at this event. And you're going to get privately coached by three coaches, which is really, really cool. So back to my story. Yes, Saturday morning, I was sending an email to John Ciano about it because we're still kind of tweaking the website. And then that was it. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to check my email after this. And I literally didn't. You know, I I did on Sunday night because um, sometimes if Disney in Asia has an issue with the download, I want to make sure that they get their their files from me. Um, I'll, I'll just follow up with that. But otherwise, no, I do my darndest to just shut off that phone, um, you know, and just not not be connected to technology and just go do something, go go outside, go work out, go spend time with with your partner, your family, you know, your child, and just try to get those limitations going because that is one of the greatest challenges we have um, as freelancers. 
Not to mention when you do, like I said, when we started this podcast, you have an issue, a personal issue that comes along that you have to deal with as well. And guess what? A client still needs you to record and your emotions come out in your voice. So you have to be able to rein it in when the time comes and kind of put yourself in that mental state of right now, I'm going to focus on work. I'm not going to think about my grief, my pain, my anger, whatever it is that I'm feeling right now towards another situation. And I have to shut the door on it because I have to do this job. Plain and simple. You want to succeed in this business, you have to suck it up. As they say, the show must go on no matter what. So as talent, that is our mantra. I know when I worked in radio in New York City, we would get these massive snowstorms. Or hey, I was there when 9-11 happened. We had to continue broadcasting. We had to continue no matter what to help people and the, and the public. And we had to continue to try to bring some entertainment while people were dealing with such, while we were all dealing with such a tragedy at that time. But same thing with snowstorms. I had to travel in with a freaking huge snowstorm because the show goes on. The radio station continues to provide information. But that's how it is in voiceovers as well. If you get booked for something and a client's needing you, you have to just get it together. And you've got to do your best work because there's just so much competition out there. And you don't want anybody thinking, you know, oh, they're kind of weak. They, I don't know, they didn't sound so good in that session. Because believe me, <laughs> you will have producers that'll be like, you sound off today, you know, and what do you do? Do you tell them about your problems? I personally don't think you should. I don't think anybody really cares. <laughs> um, I think that you should keep it to yourself and just, you know, I've even mentioned at times, oh, sorry, my sinuses are kicking in. And I can tell the producer's like, oh, really? They don't even want to hear that, which isn't even like an emotional thing. That's just a physical thing that I'm just kind of working through with pollen or whatever. But a lot of people don't really want to hear your problems. It's just the way it is. So we have to learn how to suck it up. I know, maybe I'm sounding cold on this. I don't think so. This is reality, right? This is what the Voiceover Gurus podcast is all about. Being real and how to continue keeping your career afloat in this business, right? Another question for you. Do you reward yourself at all? You know, do you say, all right, I'm going to do some social media posts and work on some content for the next two hours. After that, I will go for a 30-minute walk. Or I will treat myself and get online and see if I want to buy a new pair of shoes. <laughs> do you have some sort of reward for yourself, something to let you kind of take that break during your day? Because I think that is a vital thing, especially just getting away from the microphone in general, even just for a little break. You know, it's it's healthy. It's healthy. Take that walk. Um, you know, we are basically standing in the same spot for hours upon hours or sitting, depending on your preference with voicing. But we, we can't go anywhere. I do. I compete with the Apple Watch with my chiropractor friend. And we compete to see who can work out and get the most steps and all that. Of course, he beats me every week because the guy is walking around his office adjusting people. Okay. So it still motivates me to get my butt to the gym and all that. But I literally am standing here behind my microphone 
working scripts, <laughs> not moving much. So I have to remind myself, usually like for me, every two hours, I will take a break. I will take some sort of break where I will walk around the office, I'll walk down the hall, walk outside during the summer, um, something. So my, my, my timing is about two hours, every two hours. What about you? How long do you uh, stay behind the mic focused or behind your computer, for that matter, focused? Because it's nice to try and give yourself a break. That's going to keep you going as well with the motivation. Motivation is tough in this business, you know, and you've got to stay strong. So you have to set up a schedule for yourself each day. I believe that is the best way to be productive, to know, okay, today these are my goals. These are my tasks. This is what I want to get done. I'm going to voice from here to here. These hours, these hours, I'm going to work on marketing. These hours, I'm going to reach out to clients that maybe I haven't followed up with in a long time. That is one of my big things that I forget to do. And try to make a schedule for yourself so you don't forget because I know what happens for me. If I don't have the schedule and I get here and I'm behind my mic, the jobs and the clients, the existing clients, start to come in. And of course, I tend to them first. So I'm taking care of them. Before you know it, it's five o'clock. And now I'm like, crap, I didn't reach out to any of the older clients that I haven't talked to in a while. So I would say my greatest challenge at this point is to figure out a way to get my schedule to a, to a point that I can take that time each day to reach out to those clients and keep things going. Because then the other side of me is like, well, I have work coming in. What do I need to do that for? But the, the fact is, I've, you know, you've got to constantly be looking for new jobs because you don't know when maybe the client you have all the time is going to go belly up or decide they want to use someone else, you know, because it happens so quickly. I had a client that I, I got, I voiced for them for like, I think it was 10 years. And all of a sudden they got bought out. So there you go. And the new company was like, yeah, no, we don't want you. All right, fine. Um, you know, same thing happened with HSN as well. I was their network voice for six years. QVC came in, bought them out, took about six months. I knew the end was coming. <laughs> and then I got the call, as I use my hands air quotes, you know, that they're going, we're moving in a different direction. I, lo I love that line. We're moving in a different direction. And it's not with you, pretty much. Uh, they don't say the not with you part, but <laughs> you know, that's what they're thinking. So it happens. But you know, you can get a little complacent, too, when you start to get, you know, regular clients, because you're like, well, I got work coming in. So I don't have to look for anybody, anybody else that might want to hire me. And the fact is, you do, you have to constantly be looking and finding that spot during your day, carving it out, or maybe three times a week, twice a week, I don't know. You have to find it um, to continue to grow your business. So those are the things that I, I deal with on a constant basis. Um, and I figured I would share because I know that we're all dealing uh, with similar issues, being in our little boxes. The other thing, too, is, you know, it's, it's lonely. You know, if you don't have anybody to talk to, it's lonely. So I can see why getting on social media or getting into one of the voiceover community groups, you know, is helpful. But just make sure that you limit it and get back to work. Because that's the benefit of us being at home or working from our own space is that we are our own boss. So guess what? We get to pick what hours of the day, what 12 hours of the day we work, right? So the pros and cons of working for yourself, you know, you decide you have freedom. By the same token, you have that same freedom to decide when is my when is it going to be me time? I used to deal with a lot of guilt. If I wasn't working, I would feel like I was 
I don't, I'm, oh my God, I'm not successful. I'm not going to be successful because I'm not constantly looking for jobs. And maybe it just came with time and experience that now I'm not as stressed about it. I know that things will come in time. I know uh, my talent. I know the work that I've put into it. You have to keep that in mind. Put the work in and have faith. The jobs will come. You continue to you know, work the process, but don't beat yourself up like I used to because I used to do that all the time. And I would feel guilty if I took a weekend off. And there was a period of my life when I worked seven days a week for like 16 years. Crazy, right? Yeah, crazy. But that was the building of my business period of my life. So it came, I had to pay that price. You know, for me, that's what I had to do. Everybody's life and walks of life and situation is different, but I had to still pay my bills. And my voiceover career back then had not fully, you know, taken off to the point where I could pay all my bills using my voice. So it kind of took me getting fired from my last radio job in New York City. By the way, 43 of us got fired at the same time because they flip format. Um, It took that kick for me to finally say, well, now it's now or never. (laughs) I'm going to do this career or, or I don't know, I guess I'll move or something. And that's what it took for me to finally fully just kind of dive in and do voiceovers full time. That was like 2008. So, yeah, those those are the experiences that I have had. I feel like we just have to manage our time. And when you have those stresses, you know, try and be good to you. You know, try to take care of yourself first because our emotions our feelings, everything that we're going through does get reflected in our performance. You know, and, and if there's stuff on your mind, you're not going to be able to let go. You're not going to be able to fully give of yourself. So you have to deal with the home issues. You have to deal with the personal things. Um, and you have to deal with it in whatever way works for you. If it means meditation, if it means exercising, if it means leaving the studio for a while, whatever it is, you just have to make that plan. So A, you don't get burned out. And B, you continue to grow your career for the long run. And that is the best thing that uh, that's the target for all of us, isn't it? All right. So thanks for listening to my rant on this. Um, I'm sure the next podcast that I produce will have me and a friend because if not, I will just hunt them all down and kill them for not joining me. I can't. I mean, come on. Everybody's busy. It's a good busy. So, you know, it's a good busy a lot of times. That's we have to count our blessings. Right. So thank you for listening to my rant today. This is Linda Bruno. And this is another episode of the voiceover gurus podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to me at Linda at voiceover.guru. And I'd love to hear, you know, your thoughts on this as well. Again, the Voice Over Gurus podcast. Thanks for joining me. 